0: You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler.
1: Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And I'm here with a special guest, and we're going to be talking about homeschooling. So perhaps you have no interest in homeschooling, or maybe you do. Maybe you've been curious about it. Either way, we're going to talk about some fun facts, some interesting facts that may provide information for you, for a friend, a neighbor, or just get you enlightened about what is homeschooling. Homeschooling came into the forefront because of COVID, but for decades, many parents have made this choice. You might even say for centuries, since... There was no place like home to teach a child. So today I'm going to talk about how what is homeschooling, with a woman who has a lot of knowledge. And so I'd like to introduce my special guest, Ellen Longabaugh. She's a class coordinator of customer service and a curriculum special specialist. Excuse me. And she's just fun to talk to. She has insights that just uh, will make you think about what homeschooling can do, and uh, how fun it really can be. And so one of the verses I like to think about when I talk about what is homeschooling, it's God's Word that says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And so I've interviewed a variety of people who found out that they were surprised they could homeschool. So what is homeschooling? Welcome my guest, Ellen Longabo. Thank you, Ellen, welcome. I am so glad you're here because I could not do the job you're about to do to explain this all, even though I've known many homeschoolers and I've been part of the school and mm-hmm. academy for many years. So, Ellen, when I asked you about what is homeschooling, you said first it's teaching your values and ideals at home. It is,
2: and a lot of people don't realize that, that your, per, the family's personal values and ideals are not what's going to be taught in a school setting and they then have control over what their student learns and your values i mean it covers everything from your money values your relationships and that is the thing that students learn and in home by watching the relationships between mom and dad and the siblings siblings and mom and dad and that's very very important it 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 helps in learning life skills for later on.
1: And it's so important, too, Ellen, because of how Christian values are being challenged at every turn. And yes. so, of course, that is one of the things why people are saying, hmm, let me think about this homeschooling, and that's what we're addressing today, friends. What is homeschooling? Mm-hmm. And so the second thing you said about homeschooling is that it's family involvement.
2: Absolutely. Uh, People think that it's only going to be, say, the mom's going to be teaching and the student, but it's not. It's going to be everyone. You know, whether there's other siblings involved, uh, dad's going to be affected, the whole household is affected. Uh, Sometimes aunts and uncles get involved, other people get involved. Uh, So it is family involvement, and a lot of times it leads to deeper relationships in those families.
1: Which is a, a big plus for families because Absolutely. we have a society that can really separate us instead yes. of bring us together. So what a blessing that is. Mm-hmm. And then another, Ellen, uh, statement you made was uh, homeschooling is a school in a home using books and materials. Sounds so obvious, but flesh that out a little. Well,
2: people think that when they're homeschooling that they can give the books and all that to their child and the child can do independent study. That's not what homeschooling is. You know, when we think of schooling, we think of a teacher and then students, and that's what it is at home, that we have a teacher, whether it be mom, dad, or somebody else designated by them, and the student, whether it's one, two, three, or four children. And so someone is going to be responsible for teaching. Uh, It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a stack of books, but books are a good starting point and can help people in a lot of the different courses.
1: And, you know, just going a little off here, Ellen, uh, over the this time, have you seen people who've said, oh, I can't be a teacher, and then do they surprise you later, and they go, oh, I can. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people feel like they've
2: been struggling with whether or not to homeschool because they don't feel that they can be a teacher. And I tell people, as long as you're one page ahead of your child, you're the teacher. And, you know, a lot of times we look into the future and we look at, okay, I've got a fourth grader, but wow, in high school, I'm going to teach algebra. And don't worry about that yet. Teach the fourth grade math. And then as they're going through, they're going to be learning along with their child. So when they do come to algebra, algebra is going to be easy. But a lot of people do find that it's fun to teach. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, I don't won't say unfortunately, fortunately, they find out that sometimes they learn just as much as their children.
1: How true. And, and that's actually a great point about it. And so I think about the fact that over the uh, many interviews I've had, that that's often what I hear, too. I didn't think I could do this. And then once you step in, There's the Lord, because this is the voice of Christian liberty. And we do work with Christians that's mainly who reach out to us because we have a Christian worldview. And, of course, we know then God is with us.
2: Absolutely.
1: So then who is a teacher, and who are examples of the unique people who could be teachers?
2: A lot of times it's the mother or father. Even in single-parent families, we see moms and dads. But it can also be an older brother, or sister. It can be an aunt or uncle. We see a lot where the grandparents are actually homeschooling the children, whether uh, one of the parents are, you know, in the military and deployed, or whether or not uh, both are working. You know, there's all different circumstances. Some of the more unique would be uncles that have stepped in because, you know, there's a teenage boy that. Mm, maybe kind of pushes the envelope a little too far with mom, Uh, but the uncle has, you know, a good relationship, and they might step in and start teaching, and the child is able to listen and uh, sometimes behave, you know, so that learning can be involved. Uh, You also asked... oh examples of unique people, Uh, some of the people we found, too, are um, retired teachers or teachers who've left teaching just due to some of the lovely little laws that are going on and what they have to teach or what they can and can't do. So I know of of several people that have, like, a retired teacher, especially with literature and writing courses. Moms and dads don't feel like they can teach it. They find someone who can. You know, that's
1: exciting and there's more teachers out there than you would think right and, you know you start out Alan, by telling us that start with mom and dad mm-hmm. but it's so much bigger than that sometimes it's the older sibling the neighbor maybe retired teachers that's that's an interesting group to tap into who oh, probably absolutely. be very willing to share of their time and talents yes and then grandparents and so that, that's mm-hmm. fun too. Well, I'm Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and I'm here with Ellen Langebau. She's a class coordinator of customer service and curriculum specialist. And we're talking about what is homeschooling. And friends, um, maybe you have no interest in homeschooling, but why don't you find out today what it is? And here's one of the things we're saying it's fun. It is. It's actually fun. And it's family. And, you know, the breakdown of the family is one of the greatest issues throughout our country, our culture. Mm-hmm. And this is one way to strengthen the family. But also, as you started out by saying, by strengthening our worldview, a Christian worldview, and by parents being able to instill their values when Christian values are being questioned and even mocked and destroyed in many yes. areas. So let's go on from there. I love that about the unique forms of teachers. And, you know, thinking outside the box, our God is so big. We we have to think big, don't we?
2: Absolutely. So
1: what uh, materials curriculum would you say you use in homeschooling?
2: Well, I always want to um, tell people that they really need to get down the basics, which, of course, reading, writing, and arithmetic. If you learn to read you can do anything from science to engineering to history and civics. Math is very important. We use math every single day. And of course, um, writing. Uh, Writing includes spelling. It includes grammar. Spelling is a lost art, too, because of all the texting and emailing we're doing. We're not
0: spelling things.
2: Grammar is also a lost art. Mm -hmm. Another lost art is penmanship. So yes, the very young student learns to print, but then we suggest learning cursive. It's not only, it's not just old-fashioned, but if somebody really wanted to look up and verify what Thomas Jefferson wrote, guess what? He didn't have a computer. He didn't have a typewriter. He wrote in hand, and it's in cursive. Yes. So if you don't know cursive, you are stuck, and you can't read those
1: uh, documentations yes that's true well i am a classroom teacher but i've been involved with the homeschool movement for many years and i married a man who was homeschooled and i know so many people who have been homeschooled and you're so right uh and of course through our program but through other programs emphasizing the three r's reading writing arithmetic and then um, using materials that teach children where they're at Mm -hmm. emotionally educationally And one of the points you said to me, Ellen, when we were talking about this, is that homeschool does not have to mimic a regular school.
2: That is correct.
1: I love the fact that it can be unique. Yes. Sometimes that's called even unschool, but it can also be a highly
2: structured setting. Correct. What fits for the family and the student.
1: Oh, that's a perfect way of saying it. Well, we're at break. We're going to come right back and talk more about what is homeschooling.
0: Hello, I'm Pastor Calvin Lindstrom. Christian education is expensive. And here at Christian Liberty Academy, we want to find a way to help families get their children out of the public school system. If God has blessed you financially, would you please consider meeting with me and my team and become a supporter of Operation Exodus to help families get their children out of the public school system? I'm looking for help from the Christian business community and other Christians with the heart and resources to help pave the way for Christian families to give their children a quality, Christ-centered education. Here at Christian Liberty, we take no government money, and we never will. Our staff work here because they want to make a difference in their students' lives. They don't work here for high pay and the promise of a big pension. We need your help to win the battle for the minds of children. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to participate financially in this exodus or to meet with me. Call 847-262-6761. That's 847-262-6761.
1: Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And I'm here today with Ellen Langebaugh, a class coordinator of customer service and a curriculum specialist. And we're talking about what is homeschooling. And there's a lot of fun points we've brought up and interesting ideas. And friends, if this has no value to you, like, oh, I'm never going to homeschool, listen in, though. Learn about it. It's a part of our culture. It's, it's on the rise, and it meets a need. And friends, maybe you'll meet someone who needs help with this. Or maybe you're the one. Maybe you're saying, can I homeschool? So that's what we're talking about today. And Ellen's brought up the point that when you homeschool, you can teach your values and ideals at home a very important thing for people with a Christian worldview. She talked about family involvement and how that's a plus. And now we've gone to the point of where we're talking about um, how you can uniquely work with children, that you can use materials that teach children where they're at. And Ellen, welcome back. And tell us a little bit more about that. How is that unique approach used in homeschooling?
2: One of the greatest things is the flexibility And so not all students might be at a 6th grade level in all subjects. We might have somebody who's a real good reader more at the 7th grade level, but yet their math, they might be more like at a 5th grade level. Well, you teach them at 6th grade, and they're not going to learn as readily because they are missing those mathematical foundation blocks So in homeschooling, at least with our program, and then if you independently homeschool or some of the other programs, you can choose curriculum and you can choose where your student's at. And that's not just educationally what their skills are, but also emotionally. Some children, especially the young children we'll talk about, may not have the fine motor skills yet to do the drawing, the writing, and all that. So you wait a few weeks, you wait a few months, but you teach them but when they are ready not when they want to but when they are ready and can understand what they're doing
1: you know Ellen, i find that priceless mm-hmm. you know the value of being able to teach a child where they're really at educationally emotionally and sometimes there's just such a need for that and of course Having spent many years in a classroom, I know that as a classroom teacher, you can't really do that, though you may attempt to. And, of course, a shout-out to classroom teachers, too. But today we're talking about what is homeschooling, bringing it into your home, and what are all the benefits of it. And one of the clear benefits is that you can take your child as a unique individual. And having known so many homeschooled children, often it's the reverse. They excel. Yes. You may find some that they should be in sixth grade, but they're doing fourth grade math or even second grade reading. But so many of them move ahead so rapidly when they can move at their pace. Yes. And and they don't have to wait for the rest of a class, too. That's right. So it works both ways. Yes, And another point we made before we went to break was you don't have to mimic a regular school.
2: That's right. So many people think you have to have 45 or 50 minutes of a class and then take a real quick short break, you know, a couple minutes and then move on to the next class. Well, what if you have a very active child? Whether it's a youngster, whether it's preteen, teenager, they're not going to sit still for 45 minutes. So you take 15 to 20 minute chunks. Generally, a child can stay attentive for that long. So that's what you do. You don't have to do all of the course a little bit of each course every day. If your child excels at math, then maybe math only takes three days a week. But if they really have a hard time with spelling, then those other two days are focused a lot on spelling. You know, they have math or spelling all five days, but then you focus on that. So there's there's so much flexibility and again it's the uniqueness of each child, the way God created him or her, and the abilities they have as to how you know how the homeschool is going to be structured
1: and that turns out to be exciting yes you know and it's exciting for children youth when they're successful yes and so when you can uniquely tailor to them all of us love that.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's, and it's actually what the adult world is actually like in many cases because of the fact that when we grow up, we don't say, well, I'm going to do everything at the same speed. Right. I'm going to find find the things that I'm very good at. I'll probably end up in a career in it. And the other things I'm not good at, I'll do in lesser or shorter or quicker paces. It all varies. Right. And so it really still is very practical yes. in the big picture. Okay, so one of the areas, Ellen, we had talked about was that who's a teacher, but now in many homeschooling programs, or at least families in areas where they're homeschooling, there's co-ops. What is a co-op?
2: A co-op can be as simple as two people who've decided uh, one is good in math and one is good in art and grammar, and they decide, well, you teach my child art and grammar, I'll teach your child math. Now, out of that, more formal co-ops have have developed. And a co-op is usually a group of people where there's one teacher who excels at that particular subject, teaching several children from different families. Uh, Sometimes you can get a full school in, uh, a full curriculum in I should say and other times it's just you choose what subjects you want your child to be in the co-op so there's a common I mean again there's flexibility and maybe they are you know you might have younger students older students that your child is in but that's because, again, they're being taught where they're at. So we're going to have the different abilities of the students in co-ops. Probably most of the co-ops I know probably have anywhere from two to four teachers. And, that, and, but, and especially with foreign language, you have a, a teacher for each one and then they can have anywhere from 2 i i know some co-ops that have as many as 8 or 8 to 10 students that come maybe they even meet at one of the child the students homes teacher goes there and the other students are there and then they have their class together that particular course
1: there's a lot of exciting options then
2: lots of exciting and options and i'm thinking when
1: you mention language you know think of people that you know that maybe speak a language and can teach that language. There would be a lot of unique opportunities there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also for families that would like to reinforce a cultural language.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So how, what a, a co-op means a cooperative group. Right. So how would a person find one, or would they start one, or both? A lot of that's going to be word of mouth,
2: but one of the things that I tell people, look at your church that you're going to. Sometimes there's a mom's group, and it'll be a homeschooling mom's and maybe they just get together to discuss what they're doing, sometimes they'll get together for field trips, and that can be fun. That's kind of like a co-op. And they will know about co-ops, and they will let you uh, give information. I think that's one thing that I've found great with homeschoolers. They love to share information. It's not like they're keeping it to themselves. They want to share it because they know uh, it's better to share that type of thing so that this child's educated to the best of the parent's ability and whatever other teachers are there.
1: Oh, that's a great positive point that there's a large sharing community against, yes. among homeschooling people. So there's other alternative methods for teaching that you had mentioned, and mm-hmm. I loved what some of those were. Go ahead and tell us about those. You know, some people
2: are like, well, I can't teach history. No, you don't have to teach history You know, by dates and all this. Watch the History Channel. You know, can be that easy. Um, cooking classes. Or when you go to the grocery store, that can be a great educational. You can bring your math in. You can bring in reading for the younger child. You can bring life skills in. How are we going to plan a meal? Let's plan it before we go to the grocery store and then decide what we're going to buy. What's the budget For that particular meal? Are we having friends over? Uh, Some of the other things that we can do is, you know, go to your local library. There's great uh, books out there on all sorts of different subjects, Uh, foreign languages, they will have CDs uh, and DVDs uh, of the foreign languages. Cooking, you know history books there's all sorts of materials one of the things too is visiting a local business if you're a couple students might think of going into this one business check them out see if one will be willing to take uh some of a few students on a tour so that they can
1: see what is involved i love making education real Mm -hmm. hands-on. That is so exciting. Well, Ellen, we're down to our last minute. I know there's two other things you wanted to mention, but we might have to save it for another show. But uh, you have said that you need to include PE. You need to include art and music. And I think for another show, we'll talk about some of those ideas. But Ellen is here, and she represents class, And so tell us that program, class, which is part of Christian Liberty Academy or ChristianLiberty.com, what what do you offer to help okay. people?
2: The class program offers an accredited program. So when the student's enrolled, they uh, ha- they take an achievement test, and based on those scores and any information from the parent, we develop curriculum for the student, again, where the student's at. They have a course instruction sheet. They follow that sheet, sending materials in to us. We do most of the grading. Then we send report cards. Oh, and my, we have- we're out
1: of time. Sure. Go to ChristianLiberty.com or Homeschools.org to find out more about homeschooling. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you.
0: You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents... If you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com. To find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-847-385. 2012.